Let me just tell you what I think about it. Ah, stand up, baby. We're all standing. Everyone's standing. Everybody get up. It's <laughs> as good as you'll ever see. I was there when he was born. What a legend. What a champion. Well, this is a conversation I didn't expect to be having. It is unbelievable. That is research. You're the only one standing now. Sit down. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Welcome back to sports. Yeah. AJ's in the house. Troy's in the house. Hey, hey. First episode went well. We got a four-day weekend coming up. Plenty Ooh. of sport to get through. Oh, it's four. Yeah, because even Monday's got big game. There'll be games tonight. Games tonight as well for AFL. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Sport, 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 sport. And yeah, NBA finals too. Fuck. I didn't even make any notes on that. Yeah. We'll talk I hope you're around that. it because I'm not. I, I, I did a little bit of research on the NBA. I haven't been following it as much this year. Uh, but uh, good first episode. Yep. Terrible punting. Shocking. One from How, four each. Did you not even get one? I got one. Oh, no, I got... Yeah, I think I got one. You got two. one. Just. Yeah, they won by a point. Yeah, Carlton won by a point. Your sure thing. You're like, oh, yeah, they'll win that easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... To be fair, I was, I was that, you know, the Port Adelaide Adelaide game, that was a kick after the siren to lose that one. So that was pretty yeah, rough. Fuck. Useless. That was a good game, though. So um, don't take our advice. We don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> nah, we're on it this week. You reckon? Yeah, I'm m- much more confident this week. This time. is just two blokes having a, a bit of a yarn and um, talking shit about sport. Um, there is some things that we actually kind of do know about in today's episode. In terms oh, really? of strength training and athletes, yeah. that we can sort of position ourselves as some somewhat of an expert. <laughs> the rest of it, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are going to get to some topics. Uh, we're going to keep it short and sweet. We're trying to keep these episodes at about half an hour. If you are listening, wherever you're listening, take a screenshot, put it on your social media. If you can subscribe, subscribe. If you can like, comment, do all that shit. Send it to your mum, send it to your sister, your dog, whatever. Uh, but we appreciate any and all support. So let's get into the topics today. Since we recorded uh, the first episode, we have gone on to become, yet again, the women's world one-day cricket champions. Yep. Seven times now. They, did they, didn't they lose the last one? I'm they, sure they lost that last World Cup. They might have. So I, I think I could England be wrong won there. the last one and yeah. we have won. There's I only been three winners. Yeah. England. Who do you think the other, other country is that's won a women's one-day World Cup? I'm going to go India. No. 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 New Zealand. Oh, right. New yeah. Zealand won it early 2000s. Uh, they were the hosts and they won it. Wow. Yeah, which was huge. You've got um, to show the boys how to do it. Then. Yeah. So, Jeez, they've been pretty rough, the boys, though. Well, yeah, they should have won the last one, right? England cheated. (laughs) That's right. So the girls, um, I turned this game on. I didn't really know too much about it. I feel like, is is that a a me problem? Is that a a media problem? Is that a social media? Like, should we know about these things a little bit more, that the Women's World Cup... They're starting to get out there more. Should they run it alongside the men's, though? It's it's not the same time, though, is it? Oh, no, it's usually just a little bit... that, That was just a little bit after... I feel, I feel like with the fact that there's... I think there's, there's less, always cricket, there's less though, teams. So. Could they not run it on a one-day or like make it one big festival so like the women's game is, you know, the, the curtain raiser or the day before the men's game? 
Yeah. So you're running like the World Cups on. It's men's. It's women's. Yeah. It's maybe even have like under 19s in there and have it like as this big one-off thing rather than like, oh, it's on in the middle of March, Women's World Cup's when, on. When you're not really thinking about it. I didn't know that. about it until yeah. the end of the Australian innings. Yeah. Like that's when I turned it on, on KO and I was like, World Cup final? Banged it on. I was like, oh shit, yeah. And we yeah. were like... Pumping it. Four for 300. So we got the scorecard up here. Yeah. Uh, Alyssa Healy, AJ Healy, Mitch Starks misses. Yeah. 170 of 138 balls. Unbelievable. I, I saw something that that score would have won like four of the other World Cup finals. Oh, yeah. Just her score alone. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, what a weapon. 26 fours. One thing that I am noticing here from the girls, no sixes. Yeah, right. No sixes There's... in a score of 356, which is that more impressive? More they classic work. cricket shots. <laughs> they hey. got to work for More their classic runs. Classic cricket shots, maybe. Um, as well. So we had uh, Rachel Haynes, who I think's won like four of these World Cups. Like I, I think she's one of the older. Been I think she's about while. thirty-six. She got sixty-eight. Uh, Beth Mooney sixty-two. But man, look at that team! Absolute like weapons. Yeah, Alyssa Healy's a fucking as well, weapon. Eh? One hundred and seventy off one thirty-eight. Twenty-six fours. Strike rate of one twenty-three. Opening the innings with Rachel Haynes so the fall of wicket would have been like man they would have been none for like 200 yeah Fuck. yeah I was, I was listening final. to a, um I can't remember I was listening to an AFL game on the radio and they were updating as they go and they would they were getting pumped that uh, Elise Healy might hit the 200 Ooh. I was like that'd be epic in a one day match eh? well she did only well she would have she, if she, she stayed in yeah she, she stayed in she would have got too, there yeah for sure yeah because she got out in the end didn't she yeah, uh, so she faced 138, so not even half the innings, really, when it's yeah. it's 300 balls, right? 50 yep. overs, yeah, yep. 300 balls. So, yeah, shout out to the uh, Aussie women's cricket team. We thought we'd start with the girls this week. Yep. Um, I think if, if you've got a bit of chat about the uh, AFLW, we can get to that. But yep. the NRLW final was on. This was actually the last year's season because it got cancelled so there's another season coming up this year later in the year same with the uh, girls footy yeah because there's only there's only six teams in the comp this year for the uh, NRLW um I watched the semi-final where the Roosters upset the Broncos the Broncos have won like the last three uh and the the Roosters won and then they went on to beat the Dragons who were uh who were sort of the favourites, I think, in that grand final. They went on to yeah, beat them right. 16-4. So that's only a six-team comp at the moment. I think the next comp this year will still be six teams, and then next year it's going to eight. The year after is going to ten. Uh, and there's been something like a an increase in the... Um, in the in the salary cap. So the, the average salary has been increased by about 28%. Ooh. So NRL... That's... NRLW is like... Is going really well at the moment. I think a lot of the guys are really getting behind it, and it's a quite a good product, man. Yeah. The game that well, I watched, I was like, "Holy shit!" That. Yeah, it was. There's, it's still not the men's game, but it's something different, and it's it's almost better because it's more free ranging. Yeah. So it's like, and it's kind of end to end stuff. Um, and there's like, man, I would say some of the finer skills aren't quite there in terms of like kicking passing a little bit of timing yeah. some of the hits man contested are stuff fucking hectic man. i was gonna say the same for the aflw yeah it's just the skills 
Beca- um, it's because of the skills are slightly off. Like the can- the contest is like yeah. is hot like all the time. Yeah. So they're cracking, you know. Like it's so. it's good to see. Like we've both got daughters, so it's good yeah. to, for them. Yours actually, she's still playing footy. Yeah, she's playing. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not sure if Lenny will. She hasn't really taken too much interest in it yet, but she's fucking four. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just good that they have that. They by the time like Lenny's Annie's age. Yeah. She'll, there'll be like a full-on pathway. There'll be Man. full-time professionals in both NRLW, yep. in AFLW, you'd think. Cricket are full-time already, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I I'm think they are. I'm pretty sure yeah, they are. They that, should that be. Was, yeah. It's funny. They, it, I think at least the Aussie girls are. Obviously, across the world, it differs for the each country. But yeah. um, I, I just think that's awesome to Man. see. And I think it's off the back of, obviously, promoting it. Um, I think it's off the back for the rugby off-touch footy flag footy yeah right. real like social stuff that has like got girls into oh shit i can play you know add like let's add tackling to this yeah as well especially flag footy because it's actually played like rugby league like touch have you ever played like decent touch i've never played to i'm Dude, keen gets, to play touch so when you're playing it like rugby it's fun when it when people know how to play touch it's so fucking hard and it's a different game like you just it's just so quick pace you're just though. running backwards there's like people dumping scooting and you just it's it's not rugby it turns into like a game where rugby players are like whoa what's going what the fuck is going on because yeah, there's no right. breakdown there's no ruck it's it's really tough yeah. obviously you've got the catch pass and like awareness of rugby but touch becomes really hard whereas i think flag belt because it's that little bit of a longer play the ball like a set of six would take longer because you know, you're taking flags off playing the ball going back to where you get touched uh, get unflagged whatever they call it <laughs> um i think it makes it more like rugby yeah right. i don't know i just seen seems to have been a rise in that from a social aspect even in wa oh man which well, isn't a rugby state even in wa so yeah. i could only imagine what touch and flag are looking like over in the east eastern states it'd be fucking bonkers yeah obviously me coaching the girls footy team the last few years like we we i've just had to divide um into two teams so we like just in secret harbor alone now for year nine ten girls Hell yeah there's two teams there was too many girls to do one team yeah that's so awesome. uh, just watching from the grassroots level you know like how it's exploding like and I, I keep talking about it like as a lot of these girls playing now probably didn't play as much junior footy yeah so now let's see it in 10 years time yeah where, when, where when those girls at. have come through they've they've started in Auskick yeah or they've some started of the girls i'm coaching have played four or five years of footy now the, the level is going to step up 10, eh? so. and i think from like just the the nature of footy that that sort of hand eye touch on the ball sort yep. of thing is going to come a little bit later than something like rugby where you can sort of just tuck it run hard yeah yeah like there's a, a lot more nuanced skill in afl yeah just bouncing the ball and things yeah, like stuff that like that yep, even yep. a lot like you've got to be able to kick and hit a target is a little is a lot harder and handball and hit a target yeah on the run 360 it's a little bit harder than passing a ball laterally yeah to someone who's like you know is there they're not moving so th- there's certain skills in afl that probably haven't yet caught up i would say to something like maybe cricket or nrlw but it would definitely come and then the product yeah. will be better yeah that's in terms it. of people wanting to watch at, at the moment man aflw i'm like oh this, i'm struggling yeah. i'm struggling to watch it but i'm kind of like that with afl as well so yeah <laughs> yeah that's, that's just it. me 
it is a tough, tough game to like skills yeah. wise. You know, yeah. just I, I watch all my kids play sport. But you, uh, we're just coming away from basketball season. Yeah, and you just notice the skills they pick it up a little quicker in a game like that when it gets to footy it's so scrappy at the yeah. younger levels because it is hard it's a really hard game to play just to hit a target you we watch it on the weekend you think oh had they missed that 15 meter pass and then you go out and play yeah and you, you, you add can, fatigue into it yeah, add everything it's, it's else tough. into it yeah. so you are right man once you see the the sort of the girls have had that 10 years as a junior Rather than picking it up when they're 14 or 16 or something, they've yeah. picked it up when they're six. Yeah. Mate. Watch sky, out. The sky's Watch the fucking out. limit. So shout out to the girls. Yep. Shout out to the girls. Oh, uh, I should mention as well the AFLW grand final. Yep, yep, yep. Adelaide Crows again for the AFLW as well. So that's, I think it's their third, yeah, maybe fourth uh, premiership they've now. Definitely one. They've uh, dominated like, their yeah. AFLW. Um, so who'd they who'd they play in the final? Do you so know? they beat uh, Melbourne. I think that was their first time in the grand final. Yep. Um, but Adelaide were the, I think, the favourite for that. Yep. Um, and they they won pretty easy in the end. So. Nice. And are they playing another season? They, I, I think they're like making up for last year. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not sure what the whole go is there. If they ended up using the last season as well, because they never played a grand final. Okay. I think they just started a whole new season this year. But yep. then they're going to play another season at the end of this year, apparently. So which I did. I only just heard the other day. Man, it's good to see. So. And it's good like. It's good that it's man Ko having having the cricket and stuff on Ko. It's just yeah. sitting there and you can just watch it. How it's good's Ko though? Yeah, way? it's the best. Love app, that shit. So. Um, any other AFL news for me, Troy? I've left it um, blank because oh, okay. I couldn't find much. AFL What's happening news. in the AFL? Let's bring the ladder up. Uh, just Melbourne are just dominating still. So we've got Melbourne still undefeated. Yeah. Only four games in. So the NRLs uh, coming into round six, I think. So yeah. the NRL has sort of started to be like, oh, you thought you were good. You're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a bit of that. It, yep. Has it happened in footy yet? Yeah, I think it's about to. About to. The so next couple of games it, are like... I just yeah, noticed that last last round, you, you could see there's teams like Collingwood Hawthorne that were up the top of the ladder. They're just starting to work their way down a little bit. Yeah. Um, and the good teams like my mob, nah. <laughs> Coming back up. But um, the couple of surprise packets though, I reckon, and they actually do look good, is uh, Fremantle and St Kilda. Frio and St Kilda. Those okay. two teams. So are would they be? So they're sitting third and fourth. Yep. Would you say that they're the surprising ones at yeah, the moment? Yeah, definitely. And it's not just you know that they've um, you know just had a couple of lucky wins. Just the way they're playing. Yep. Would should actually hold up if they can hit, keep playing that style of footy. They'll beat a lot of teams. Yeah. Well, Frio pumped the uh, the Eagles in yep. the uh, in the Derby, didn't they? Yeah, did them easy. Um, who who's sucking? Who you thought would be better? Oh, quite clearly on the bottom of the ladder there, Dude, Port Adelaide. They is shouldn't be at the bottom. Biggest disappointment you could. Yeah, like I I had them Weren't in the top four. There? Were they up there last year? They've been a top four team the last couple of years. Oh shit! Like they should have been playing. They should have played in grand finals. What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't losing. know. Like um, a couple of key injuries. Yeah. You know, their big key forward, uh, Charlie Dixon's been out. That's That's been big for them. Yep. Um, and then their mainstay back, um, what's his name? Aaliyah Aaliyah has been out. Yep. And then even now, Ollie Wines, the Brownlow medalist, he's, he's going to be out for a little bit with some heart issues. Heart issues? Heart issues, yeah. Which is uh, are yeah, we talking, scary thing to start post, talking about. Post vaccination? Well, it's yeah. A <laughs> oh, lot of fuck. there's a lot of talk about it at the moment, but um, I've seen there's been a few guys with heart issues over the last few years, even before the the COVID stuff. So yep. it's really hard to pinpoint that that that's the issue from that, obviously. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, they're they're really struggling, and I think they've they've got a, I think they've got a couple of tough games coming up too. So it might it should be a. All right, yeah, and tough so season. For them. And your team's going all right as this TV blinks that, and gives us that, uh, an epilepsy. Big Where's win on team? the weekend against Brisbane. That was a good win. So. Fifth for Geelong. Humming so, along, humming along. That's, that's all. generally where they sit around. And so. the Eagles, it's going to be a tough year by the look of it, right? Yeah, a good win from the Eagles on the weekend. They beat in Collingwood yep. with so many players out. So they've. Oh, okay. For what um, Eagles have had to deal with, I think they've they've actually done well. Still missing a fair few players. Missing are they? heaps of players every oh, okay. week. They have so. Yeah. All right. But yeah, that's that's footy. That's footy. Let's go to NRL. We've got a bit to chat about the NRL, um, mainly because. I put this podcast together and uh, do a bit of research <laughs> and I've got a few topics. So it's a little bit NRL centric until, uh, until something starts happening in the footy. Um, we still got undefeated Panthers, five from five. We've got uh, West Tigers in the doldrums. There's a lot going on at the West Tigers. They, at the start of the season, they named five captains. But just five because captains. that's just a fucking West Tigers thing to do. Five. Five captains. There's only 13 people on the field. If that's not already an issue there... That's a massive that's issue. <laughs> they've just dropped two of them for this weekend. Oh, God. Um, so they're dropping captains. Like, it's, a, it's funny, like, do you just do a, a, a toss of the coin to see, like, who gets to run... Like, it's like going back to junior footy and you choose a new captain for yeah, each week. So it's, like, it's real. It's just real average shit um, from the West Tigers. Um, then we've got Storm are up the top with uh, the Sharks as well. So you've got Panthers, Sharks, Storm, Eels, Roosters, Seagulls. Yes. That is looking, apart from the Sharks, that is looking exactly how you'd sort of expect it to after five rounds. It's good to see the Seagulls getting back up there. That's, Seagulls that's are back up there. So, um, yeah, they've, they've, they sort of came back from two losses to start the season. Yep. Um, Warriors and Cowboys who played... Just the weekend gone and uh, went down to Golden Point, uh, round out the eight. So they're seventh and eighth. You'd probably expect, you'd Rabbitohs expect the Rabbitohs to be a little bit higher than what they are, um, but they, you know, let their key playmaker go to the Broncos. So um, it's looking kind of like it should. The Sharks are doing really, really well um, with a couple of uh, new recruits, Nico yep. Hines and Dale Finucan leading the charge. Matty Moylan's coming back into form, so. Sharks are doing really well. Uh, I've been watching at least uh, sort of half the games across most weekends. Obviously, the weekend just gone was a busy fucking weekend. Yeah. Um, with the comp and with fucking running. But um, Melbourne Storm, man. As, as they're my second team. They're sort of like a, what would you say, the, the fourth Queensland team. Even, <laughs> you know, like their, their feeder teams from Queensland. They had a lot of Queensland reps. Yeah. You know, Cam Smith, Billy Slater, Cooper Cronk, all those guys coming through. Yeah. So they've. I feel like they're a lot of people's most hated team. Obviously, yep. they had the fucking cheat in the salary cap back in the day, all that sort of stuff. But I feel like they're a lot of people's second favorite team. Or if your team shit, you might go for the Storm. Yeah. Right. Or people, even people that don't know rugby and don't come from Sydney, because the Storm is successful, will go for the Storm. Yeah. So, uh, and they're fucking good to watch, man. Good to watch at the moment. So, getting into a little bit of uh, news when it comes to NRL. Two big outs at the moment. Two big outs oh, and could have a bit of conse- consequence for state of origin in the centres. Latrell Mitchell is out with a 
uh, partial tear to a hamstring tendon, which has already been surgically repaired. So Oof. he's looking for sort of eight weeks. That's a long so one, then, eh? He won't come back um, in time for Origin, you wouldn't think. Yeah. Which is. But uh, has he done it before as well? He's done he? it before. So, so it's, been, even it's been surgically repaired already. Um, same tendon, apparently. This is uh, all thanks to NRL Physio, which is a great little page on Instagram. Uh, then we have Tommy Turbo, who is also out, not as long. I think it's an MCL. Let's see if I can find the post. I think it's an MCL, which is about three to four weeks. Um, Damn. That's so not, good. not good for New South Wales. With a no, but uh, you'd think Tommy Turbo... He'd be back in time. Uh, what do we got? About four weeks, MCL repair surgery. So um, not good. For New South Wales? No. Does that just even it up a bit? Evens it up a, a touch. But they've got so many people uh, waiting to take the centre spots. Like those two aren't even... That's big They're outs, not centres. Those two oh, they're out, big outs, but they're not even centres. Yeah. Like they, they're that good at fullback that they get put in the centre. Yeah. Well, Latrell's kind of a centre, to be honest. Um, but they've got... It'll probably be like Stephen Crichton, Katoni Staggs, uh, Matt Burton... To bring in maybe even Zach Lomax to bring in, so there's some uh, some fucking weapons to bring into the team with those guys out. But obviously, big outs like the two of the better players in the two of the best in, players in, in the, the league. Comp, really. Yeah, yep. Um, there was a great post. Uh, I think it was put out by like Daily News or something like a News Corp. Let me have a look at it. Um, that went over some of the strongest players for each club. I love this kind of data. Yeah. Um, and I wish midway through the season that there was just like a, I don't know, like a opening up of records, like who got the, the best time trial and they used to, I swear, I used to look at this stuff with AFL. They used to release heaps of this stuff. There's You'd draft numbers. They do the draft numbers. So yeah. you can go back and look at that, like yeah, big okay. test scores, But even jump like scores. in the team, I remember they used to, you'd be able to find out who bench pressed this. Now they who. sort of keep it close to their chest. Like you could... Like you would change the way you, I don't know. Like it's giving uh, oppositions an unfair advantage yeah. or something to know Must that someone like can that, fucking hang clean now. a certain amount or back squat this or. Which, yeah. I just reckon they should just, for our sake. Oh, it's cool to be able to go. <laughs> hey, I can lift more than some you know star rugby well, player. That's not many of us can, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this was. Um. I'm on uh, the old Clarkie's rugby league column here. It was uh, a post via News Corp that he shared. Um. And I just wanted to go over it. A, a couple of these are very impressive. A couple of them are like, oh, okay. Yep. Uh, you might not know all the players because some of them aren't even like starters or stars. Campbell Graham at the Rabbitohs. Uh, best pound for pound bench press. 98 kilos body weight. Bench press 155. Very fucking solid. That, that's solid, yeah. Very strong. Over one and a half times. And you got to remember, like, I like reading the comments because like, you know, people will be like, oh, is that all they do? Or, and that sort of thing. It's like, yeah, but they can do that and they can run a, a 12, 13 in a beat it. test not and they can that. run a 40 in yeah. four point something seconds. Like there's context to all this. Yeah, that's And it. they don't give a fuck about what they lift. Like they literally walk into the gym and are like, ugh, we got to try. Like training's their job. Yeah. They don't enjoy it like, you know, some of the people that come in here. But saying that, that's a solid bench. There's a, a there's an argument the other way as well. Uh, then we've got Dragons back row Jackson Ford. Uh, he weighs 102. Can bench press 175. How much he weigh? Sorry, 102. 102. 
Yeah, that's so really 175. That's that's a big bench. Yeah, big bench. Um, Alex Volkanovsky. We didn't talk. We don't talk about UFC. We might have to get that in. Oh yeah. Um, right. Volkanovsky, who's done some wrestling practice or training, uh, reckons Zach Lomax is the strongest wrestler at the club, which goes to show why he's such a good fucking center. Um, so he's getting a shout out from the Volk, who just defended his title. Yep. Uh, who else we got? This is uh, this I feel is bullshit. Payne Haas, uh, who's like the Broncos' best player. Fittest, fastest, and strongest. He's also probably 110, 115 kilos. I believe he might be the strongest. That wouldn't be pound for pound. He's definitely not their fastest, and I would love to see how they think he's their fittest. They must be doing some sort of equating for body weight because there's no way that he runs uh, a bigger yo-yo or a bigger beep or a better time trial than some of those other players. Yeah, right. Like he's the biggest player in the team. Yeah, so it's all like what they're going to release. So he might have the most absolute numbers. Yep. It wouldn't be pound for pound because he's a big boy. I can't see him being the fastest. It might be fastest over 10 meters. Yeah. It wouldn't be big. fastest over 40. It would more likely be fastest over 10 than it would be fastest over 40 or 60. I think that's all they would test. They wouldn't go to 100. Yeah, right. um, and then fittest, depending on what they're using, a yo-yo, um, a Bronco maybe, a, uh, what else? I don't think they'd use a time trial. That's a little bit more AFL. Yeah. Beep test is a little bit outdated. Yep. I can't see him getting the highest absolute score. So there might be some way that they're equating for body weight within that score to normalize, kind yeah, of okay. like what a Glossbrenner does in the powerlifting yep. comp. Yep. Um, and that's how he becomes the fittest. He's a fucking weapon, no doubt. But just the sheer size of him in relation to other people, he's not going to be the fastest and he's not going to be the fittest in terms of absolute speed, yeah. absolute output. Just not happening. So I'm calling bullshit on the Broncos for that. <laughs> Next one. There's some good lifts coming up here. Uh, Zane Musgrove, who we got? Uh, bench press 180. It doesn't say his body weight there. And then uh, Thomas Michaeli can deadlift 250. That's up there. That's from the West Tigers. Bit of a beast, this guy, Greg Marziu from Gold Coast Titans. Bench press 190, deadlift 270. Damn. So he'd probably be around 100 kilos. So decent Yeah, these decent are good lifts. numbers, though, yeah. Decent I remember lifts. when I looked at the AFL stuff, they weren't at these numbers. When I, the, yeah, but you look at, their time, look at their time trials and their yeah, fucking their running yo-yos stuff, and you're like, ridiculous. get out of it. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> um, Mike Acevo, squat 285. Wow. Now, squat's one of those ones that, you know, a lot of, lot of, when you do a lot of other training, a lot of running, a lot of those guys might be a bit like, fuck that. I'm not going to push the squat too much. 285, you know, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Squat can be a different one because it's, you know, is it to a powerlifting depth? You'd probably say it's not. Like, they, they would count these numbers if it was a touch above parallel that sort yeah, of stuff so it. yeah um 285 still, is sit down even, with that and oh, come yeah, back up yeah that's huge man they're not using like knee wraps and stuff and all nah, that nah. sort of stuff Dude, either, these guys know, probably so. don't even wear belts or or knee sleeves, knee sleeves or anything yeah. um junior paulo can also bench 180 so he's a big bopper he's about 115 120 kilos i'd say so 180 is not too bad this one got me because it's the only hang clean in here and they called it a clean hang <laughs> uh, 150 Isaiah Papali for a uh, hang clean. Nice. That's nice because there's technique involved in that as well. And if there isn't, it's probably even more impressive. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so that's a big hang clean. 
Yeah. Um, he'd probably be around the, the 110 kilos body weight. Marty Tapao, who has actually done some training with Sebastian Oreb. Uh, Marty Tapao. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah, um, from couple the... A couple of NRL guys have. Yeah, from the Sea Eagles. Uh, can bench press 195, squat 210, deadlift 310. So that squat is a little bit, should be probably more like 250 with yeah. those other numbers. Yeah. Like he can nearly bench what he squats. Oh, that's um, good to know I can outsquat How much squatting would he be doing? Like that's super heavy. There's no need for him to be yeah. doing it. Yeah. Um, but I have seen him doing a lot of lifting on Instagram, like um, with uh, at base gym and stuff with yeah. Sebastian Oreb. Um, and he, he's shared a few of his deadlifts in the past, a couple yeah, of three hundred attempts. Yeah, I've seen a few attempts. of those deadlifts. Yeah. So that's he's deadlift, he's the though. only one you can tell he's done some powerlifting based training because he's got bench squat and deadlift all in there. Like yeah. he's got a number for all of it. Uh, this is the, what sparked it a little bit, I think, this one. Royce Hunt from the Sharks uh, apparently is the only recorded player in pro rugby league to bench press 200. Whew. So he's a big boy. Let me bring up Royce Hunt. I think he'd be around 115 kilos. Let's see. He plays for the Sharks. 112, 192. So he's a big boy. Only 26. Oh, he's born in uh, WA. What a ledge. So I yeah, just thought it was interesting to... Um, there's some big benches in there, though. There like, is. For guys that don't train that, you know, now, specifically. Now, there, there was an argument, and there was an argument in there that, oh, like, why, why are they testing bench press? One, because they're blokes, they're gonna. <laughs> um, because bench, like, obviously. There was an argument in the comments that said benching, like, a max bench is... is not really necessary for the sport which i was like oh i don't know um and they sort of said give me someone who can bench press 130 times over a, a big max yeah i can understand where they're coming from because a footy player a rugby player doesn't need to bench press right uh well it's not their sport like yeah it's not something that makes them a better player to a certain degree my argument would be if you've got that explosive power, you can make an explosive explosive play in terms of normally a fend. Yep. Um, where you look at some of the best fenders, you know, someone like Katoni Staggs probably does have a good bench press because he can create that power through his upper body yep. to throw someone off him, off him, make a line break, offload, score, whatever. So having that explosive power that is at the higher end is actually very advantageous to a rugby player. Yeah. Yes, they've got to do it under fatigue in a game. Yes, there is a wrestle involved in rugby where, you know, having a bit of strength endurance um, is also going to be advantageous. But I would say when you have a 200 kilo bench press... You know that the upper body strength is going to hold... Like, you can do 100... Yeah. Like 100 kilos becomes less of a percentage of their max. Yeah. So therefore, they can have better strength endurance. If you can bench 200, you're going to be able to do you'll be able to bench 100 for 50. Yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of, it was just an argument that I didn't comment on it because I, I don't really do that. And sort you know, of shit like bench, it. if you're going to test upper body strength, you're going to go bench press, aren't you? Yeah. And, like, and you're probably going to do one RM because those big, powerful plays are the game breaking plays. Yeah. You're not going to be in there and like, oh, I've got really good strength endurance. Like, how do you enforce that into a game that really makes like uh, a change in the game? Or like, you're not going to break a game because you've got really good strength endurance. Yeah. But you're going to break a game if you can 
fuck someone off out of the way who's yeah. trying to tackle you because yeah. you've got a huge bench one or or you can create a lot of power through your upper body so i love i love those little like uh conversations i didn't i, I was looking at the comments i didn't like comment back or anything but i thought i'll use it in a podcast and because this is sort of up our alley sports lifting strength that sort of stuff it's right up our alley so yeah i don't know I, it's just the opposite's always been said about the nrl because they uh, the nfl because in their combine they do do that bench press for reps test yeah which in that sport means even less because it is so much about that one play, that one effort. Yeah. Where you get someone out of your way to make a catch, to make a play, to make a tackle, whatever it is. So, yeah, very interesting. And I love that data, man. I love that data. Yeah, I want to, I want to see more of it. Yeah, I know. I'm always searching for that uh, stuff, uh, eh? Yeah. It's, it's always – I always text uh, one of my mates at a football club and say, who won the preseason? Yeah. What was the times? What did they run? And sometimes he lets me know. <laughs> but it's it's kind of held close to their chest. Like, I don't know. Midway through the season, they should just fucking tell. Like, yeah. th- there's no one that's going to be like, oh, he's unfit. Like, let's run him around. Like, that's not how sports work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or his bench press is only this. Let's pepper him with, you know. It's just, it's it's weird that they do that. And I feel like it might even be like coaches or strength coaches head of athletic performance like thinking they're a little bit more important than what they are yeah we won't release these beep test scores you know what i mean i'd love to see the afl well they wouldn't do them they just do time trials i think that's the standard at the moment well for their testing the the test like day one like how big was your off season basically yeah two 2k time trial 2k i think, I think yeah usually yeah. so very interesting so there's some lifts in there that you're like oh yeah okay that's roundabout and then there's some lifts in there like oh holy fuck like if they wanted to do a strength sport they'd be well, decent. i always say there some of those ex-rugby boys that come through our gym sometimes i'm like yeah jump into powerlifting you techniques do all, well, like eh? techniques all over the place and they're still shifting weight yeah yeah um we're gonna get on to our bets obviously i think i think it needs to be said um gamble irresponsibly <laughs> but wager responsibly so, wager. Okay. wager responsibly. By that I mean, put on what you can afford, but send it and pick some ruffies. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be scared wager, to see you. Wager responsibly, choose irresponsibly. I'd be scared to see you in the casino. Eh? You'd be that, that loose unit trying to go for the, the worst odds. We just... don't know what we're talking about. So, <laughs> here are our bets uh, for this week. Let's go one for one. First up, I've got Manly 13 plus. Who That's a playing? very Hello Sport podcast bet, but they are playing. Uh, let me bring them up. Who we got? NRL, Manly are playing. Gold Coast. Oh, okay. I reckon they'll get up. Gold Coast are, are, are weird, man. They like put points on, then fucking blow a lead, and then they're close to the eels, and they're all over the place. I think Manly will uh, beat them 13 plus. And then Troy, what have you got after that? What's, what's my first what's one? I can't remember one? the. So I've got. Bulldogs. Oh, this is a bit of an easy one to start yeah, up. Yeah, a couple of I'm easy winning. ones here. Well, it we've could gone, go wrong. We've gone easier than. Bulldogs the- haven't been in the greatest form, but I feel <laughs> like they're. Yeah, they, they blew an opportunity to win last week. I think they're a bit dirty on that, so they'll come out and win. Yeah, Bulldogs to win for Troy. Against North Melbourne. Uh, that is the Western Bulldogs. So that's. Troy's doing the AFL bets, I'm doing the NRL bets for now. 
Yeah. All right. After a, if we don't, if we just start, if we really stuff. If we go zero, yeah, we'll swap it over. I'll do all the NRL. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do that. If we go completely zero, we were two from eight uh, two weeks ago. Uh, after that, this is pretty much a sure thing as well. Shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Taylor May, uh, left side winger for Penrith Panthers to score at least a try. I feel so, like that's an easy one with oh, the yeah, NRL. Just get your wingers to get a try is, in man. a good team. You know, you're going to... I called it last week. He scored... Uh, I was like, oh, Panthers first try, nine minutes in, Taylor May. Um, and then the centre scored, but it, I think it got disallowed. Yeah, it did. And then Taylor May scored about eight minutes in. Yeah, I was like, right. oh, you motherfucker. So Taylor May just to score a try. Um, and they're going to have a big win as well. They're playing the Broncos. Um, Taylor May will definitely score a try. Yep. You've got uh, another easy Brizzy. one. These first two are pretty should be pretty straightforward. Yeah. Brisbane to I've beat got Brisbane Collingwood. Brisbane to beat Collingwood. Where are they sitting? Brisbane second, Collingwood eighth. Yep. Brisbane big favorites. At, at the right. Gabba, they're going to be hard. So to beat. there's there's nothing special about these first couple of bets. Uh, after that, I've got Parramatta 13 plus as well, which is again not a special bet. They are playing uh, Oh, they're playing West Tigers. I could have put them 30 plus. Oh, yeah, wow. Um, they're paying $1.07. West Tigers are all at sea. They don't know what's going on. They'll probably fire their coach if they lose this. They sacked two of their five captains. It's a shit show. Yeah. So, Parramatta, 13 plus. Troy? Uh, and then I've gone Lockie Neal, most disposal. So, from the Brisbane Lions. Uh, Collingwood, they're playing Collingwood. They generally don't play a tagger. Um, he got tagged last week, Lockie Neal, and still ended up with 30 disposals. So Oof. watch out. I reckon this he'll is, he'll see, go this, 40, I This reckon. is the stuff I like when, when Troy starts being like, oh, they don't play a tagger. And then like yeah. last week you, you sort of said Andy you had McGrath. money on Andy, Andy McGrath. I wanted to, to bring that one up. So Andy McGrath, um, Zach Merritt was out injured. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought remember he, you said he, that and I was like, fucking hell, he's done some research here. Yeah, and then bloody they put him, used him as a tagger, which if you're, you're not – chasing the footy you're just chasing the man all day yeah so he yeah i'll, I'll put him down for 25 they I must suppose. have been Didn't listening close they must have been listening to sports yeah and yeah, they said they Fuck, said i'm gonna ruin these guys yeah, multi yeah fuckers so lucky you're stuffed up for uh, you messaged me <laughs> yeah, like the before that game even started that yeah, we've stuffed I up already the sharks one to 12 and they had done me in um what was my next one after that uh i've got the knights to win so this is my ruffie i don't i'm not sure kaylin ponga must be out because the Knights are above the Dragons. It is down in Wollongong. Like, that doesn't fucking matter. Still, it's, you know, they travel for most of their games anyway, don't they? Um, check out their past history. You know, there's certain teams just match up. Yeah, the, the, like, cause one the, of the Dragons are third from the bottom. They've won one game in about 13. Yeah, right. Like, this is a real, like... Whose backs are up against the wall the most game? Like, Newcastle started well. They've had three losses on the trot. Um, they got pumped by Manly in the wet last Thursday. But I just don't know why they are paying 225 So, uh, let me just... Let's have a little bit of a Google here. It's probably it's, like the old COVID protocols or something. in the Yeah, like, through what's the going on? News. Newcastle Knights, news. So, because Ponga got knocked out, but I'm, I don't think he's out. Well, he got knocked out and came back on and played, so he should be sweet. <laughs> and then there's all this stuff because he, he's got like a re-signing clause that's happening at the moment. So he's sort of like figuring out what he's doing for the next couple of years, contract-wise. 
Ah, it doesn't say. He's still playing, so I'm just going the Knights. That's just bumping up the multi for us, really. Yeah. And then your last one. Uh, I, I don't like usually doing this. I don't like betting on my own team, but I just I just have a feeling about this one. Okay. I think Jez is going to explode well, against the it, Hawks. If it comes to this, because this is on Monday. Yep. Or actually, t- no, Monday we have the Eels and West Tigers. Yep. But you'd- So we're going to have to let this ride. Yeah, he's, he's going to kick it. Because I said to Troy, because he goes, this game's on Monday. And I said, fuck, if we're seven from seven, I'm cashing out <laughs> before we put uh, money on Jeremy Cameron to kick three goals more or more. But he's actually like good odds, eh? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, he's, um, he's, a, he's short. So he's the sort of player, he gets one, he's gonna, he, he can kick a bag pretty easy. So, so we're going to let it ride no matter what. There's going to be no cashing out early, all right? Fuck, it'd be hard to be looking at like 20 grand and have like a, a, an eighth leg, eh? <laughs> we, we're looking at about four and a half grand on this one. So we're A little less it, than last week. I a think. little less. Uh, we're going to chuck on 50 bucks, which is the way we're going to do things for sports year. Um, what have we got? What are the odds? Eight or oh, 95. 95 bucks. We're chucking 50 on it. To go over those again, do not follow these bets because we don't know what we're talking about again. Manly 13+, plus. Taylor made a score a try, Parramatta 13+, plus. the Knights to win, the Bulldogs, the Western Bulldogs that is to win, Brisbane Lions to win, Lockie Neal most disposals, Jeremy Cameron three plus goals. Yeah, it's a We've got 50 sure thing. on it. Sure thing. Fuck, now we've said it. I think that's the podcast, man. I'm pretty happy with that. We've yep. gone 40 minutes. Oh, 10 minutes too long. Yeah. All right. If you're listening, if you've listened this far, tell us we're the worst punters of all time. Tag us in a screenshot. Do all that liking, subscribing, describing, sharing, caring. Anything else from you, bro? No, I'm all good. Have a good Easter. Yo.